You're listening to the Shantyman Podcast, a conversation designed to help those recovering from religion find true faith in the Creator. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast, the Shantyman Podcast, coming at you live from the Vogue Theater. How are you? I'm Victor Summer, sitting across the table here from Sam Rushton. (laughs) (laughs) And I say that the same every time and, and it's it's every time i listen back to the, the podcast it annoys me actually really you, yeah you you toned it down a bit that time i think Sam it was a, it wasn't your your typical sam rushton well you, I, I don't know why i'm feeling good today i'm excited and uh people t- talking about people pronouncing their name strange yeah. and and kind of branding it that way do you remember and I'm not going to remember the guy's name now that I'm talking about it. But there was a guy on CTV okay. News Radio. Marit- and every Maritimer in the country will remember this. Was um, this in the 70s? His last, no, no. Well, it might have been, yeah. I wasn't born. I grew up with him. McDonald. No. Old McDonald? <laughs> no, no. You'll, you'll remember this. Listen. Okay. Dan McIntosh nope. reporting. He had this McIntosh. And it was his thing, and it was so annoying. And they must have years later. They must have asked him to. They must have asked him to change it. Yeah. Because um, he toned down the Macintosh. Oh yeah. And now it's. Uh, I like him even less. Yeah. Okay. So. And Dan, uh, I, if you're listening, hey, you're 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 great at what you do. I'm sure. It's <laughs> yeah. just just your name. Uh, really drove me nuts as a kid. Really? Yeah, see that's why I'm trying to tone it down a little bit cuz I don't want to drive everybody nuts by the by the, you know. By the <laughs> no, but you can literally, literally brand yourself with your oh, with yeah, the pronunciation yeah. of your name. Yeah. It's a thing. It really is. Well, we're we're glad to be with you today and we do have a guest on uh and we're going to get to that in a minute. We're yeah. really excited about having Nathaniel Pitcher with us and we're going to introduce him in a minute. Um but I just a couple of things in starting off our podcast. You know, we're uh couple seven or eight in now uh on the shantyman podcast yeah. and uh we've been having a great time we're getting really Did you say a couple or eight a couple or eight that's yeah. a big jump you do realize you know what a couple is how many how uh, many is a couple Victor? it's at least two two to say we're two to eight you know <laughs> right but we're we're a couple of uh podcasts in and and yeah. i i felt uh we're getting great response uh from the podcast yeah and uh some people have questions about where we're heading and, and what, yeah. you know, what it's going to be. And, yeah. and, and that's good too, because we have questions as well <laughs> oh, yeah. as to what it's going to be. And yeah. we're kind of flying a, a bit by the seat of our pants. But let me say this, I, you know, as, as we gotten a, a couple of these under our belt, um, I think it's important to comment now and I'll, I'll speak for myself. We really try to make these uh, podcasts really authentic, and uh, and we said in the beginning we wanted them unfiltered somewhat and without any sort of veneer or shine mm-hmm. on it. And so uh, for my part, uh, I just want to say uh, I'm going to try to be as open and honest as possible. And uh, when it comes to language, uh, you know, this is this is a we want to be Christ-centered, obviously, in, in our podcast here. And we're, we're uh, both Sam and I are followers of Jesus Christ. And I believe that as a follower of Jesus Christ, we have to be in control uh, <laughs> in, yes. in, in many respects, and, and language being one of them. Uh, but I will say, uh, when it comes to language on the podcast, um, for myself, I just don't want to be completely held back 
you know, I don't want to, I don't want anyone to ever come to the end of our podcast and ask, well, I wonder what he meant by that. Why don't you, you just take like saying? 30 seconds right now and just let loose and get it all out? <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I don't, Teenage angst? <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't cuss in general. So I, I'm yeah. not talking about cussing. Yeah. Well, maybe. Uh, I think you are a little bit. Probably. Uh, maybe. Maybe I am talking about cussing a little bit, but yeah. cussing for, for people is all different. Right. Sure. Yeah. So, so yeah, what that's I'm, right. Yes. What, what yeah, I'm yeah. trying to say is, yeah. is that sometimes the language on this podcast, if you're checking in and you think this is going to be, um, you know, a Christian podcast and whatever that means, we, we talk about Christianese all the time. And yeah. It's only going to be Christian speak. <laughs> it, it may not be that is all I'm saying. Yeah. Right. Um, I think, I, I think, uh, it's, it's interesting, especially when it, uh, comes to, to language that the diversity, like you have all the way to what would be just general normal language. Like, you know, um, just, I don't know what you grew up not being able to say and being able to say, but I mean, even if you're talking like saying like crap to some people is like a big no, no. Right. You just said that so, word. <laughs> you're yes, you're going to, you're going to have to apologize to someone now. <laughs> well, yes, that, no, that's the point I'm saying is it's, it's hard when it comes to certain things like language. Cause, cause the, 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 um, diversity of what people think is, is inappropriate or wrong or, you know, cussing is very, very large. Right. Um, and, and wide. What I also think would be, think would be interesting that if I could get in every single person's head, if they were in, for instance, war getting shot at, I'm sure there would probably not be one soul that wouldn't at least once say something <laughs> right. beyond what they are, are comfortable with as far as language goes. Yeah. If they're, even if they didn't scream it out loud, like I know if I was getting shot at in war, I would just be like so scared that I'd probably yeah. be just, just flying off the handle. <laughs> yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So, and, and, and that's not, that's certainly not the environment we're in now, but I, no. I'm saying when we're talking and we get, we get into a topic or we get excited. I don't want to have to constantly be rehearsing the words in my head. Uh, sometimes the, yeah. the, you know, the words just need to come out and sometimes they come out, uh, appropriate and sometimes they come out inappropriate. I speak differently on the podcast than I do say from the pulpit. When I preach, mm -hmm. I speak different on the podcast than I would in mixed company, right. uh, with my, uh, with my mother in the room and, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and so on. So uh, um, th that's just fair warning for those of you who are who are listening. Sure. And I think in a sense too, though, we will. I mean, we already have. Okay. In or okay to be authentic. I mean, there have been a couple times, just a minimal, but we have actually edited something just because we were like, yeah, no, this might be a bit. Oh, much. absolutely. So yeah. we are trying to be sensitive in the sense of yeah. we know there's a wide variety of listeners and certain, you know, either topics or certain words, whatever it can be. So we'll, you yeah. know, we'll be semi-sensitive. Yeah. And, and we don't have to, we don't have to mention who the, the major edits have come from or who we had to edit the most in the time. <laughs> are that you we've trying been, to point? I'm, I'm, you're, saying, you're, I'm with, saying with that words, you're no, saying no. it's nobody, but with like your eyes and your finger pointing, <laughs> just kidding. He's not actually, but I'm not actually pointing. pointing. <laughs> yeah. So well, how, okay, go ahead. how are you doing, Sam? Oh yeah, I'm doing good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just doing pretty good. Can I just say something that's really funny? Oh, absolutely. Uh, the other night, um, I was listening to some music and I'm embarrassed to say what music it is, but I had to listen to it because I realized it was like the soundtrack of me and my wife's dating relationship. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was Justin Bieber's oh, purpose my album. Goodness. Really? 
Yeah, and I realize I lost all credibility with most people, uh, but I already did when you, when we you see my axe swing in the video, so I don't care anymore. <laughs> You're just letting it all hang out. Yeah, it was yeah. it was hilarious because I was like listening to it, and I'm like, like I remember this part of this song being like, yeah, this is the soundtrack. Ah, oh, that's sweet. That's well, sweet. no, it wasn't. It, at first, I was like, ah, and then I was like, why did I was I listening to this music? And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to stand for it and say it is at least a little bit catchy and I don't care how tough you are or who you are. I mean, he's got, he's got a little bit of talent. Hey, he not? I'm a, I'm a believer. I, I am okay. a total believer. You're, 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 yeah. I, that's worse than what I just and said. And I don't, I don't mind saying it. The guys, <laughs> the guys got chops. How are, how are you doing? I just said how I was doing. Uh, how about you? I'm doing fair to Midland. Fair to Midland. I don't know what that means. That means um, I'm doing just okay. <laughs> okay. You know how many times in in our relation in this podcast that I say words that you don't understand. Uh, That's a thing too. Yeah. And so comment below or send us a send us an Instagram message or Facebook message with with just your <laughs> your mo- we don't have Facebook. No. Well, they can connect to us through Facebook. Okay. Yeah. Some way. Email. You can send an email. The Shady Men Podcast at your, gmail.com your or most, Instagram. Your most memorable uh, Sam doesn't understand Victor oh, moment okay. of words that I've said. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, we're either a generation removed, so I'm just talking like an old person. That's one. And the two is or, Ram well, Rashid. Yeah, that might Actually, be, you know, it'd be better if you, be even better if people sent us in their own sayings, either that they picked up while they lived here or if they're from away. Um, some sayings that they have that would be interesting maybe to bring up. Oh, that'd, that'd be, be fun. fun? Yes. Yeah. So send them. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll we'll say them out loud as best as we can <laughs> and we'll try to use them in context. Uh, so yeah. send us the, the, the term that you use. Yep. And I, I feel like we're going to get a lot of people from upriver like like Blackville, Renews, uh, Gray Rapids. Do they even have have access to podcasts? Out there? <laughs> oh, oh, now we're gonna get hate. Now we're yeah. gonna get hate mail. Let's move on. To Thank you. <laughs> they just drove by in a Caprice, and they're gonna they're gonna be knocking on the door here pretty soon. Uh, All right, that seems like a good uh, a good time transition to, point to, to bring in our guest. Yeah, uh, we're so happy to have Nathaniel Pitcher here uh, with us. Say hello, Nathaniel, so people know you're in the room. Hello, hello, <laughs> hello. Does that, and it's you, okay. you, you talked about people from upriver, and then you said it's a good time to bring me on. Does it? Oh, you, well, is that what you're classifying me as? Or oh, you, well, you no, are upriver. Yeah, but he's yeah, you're not originally. Not originally, no. Yeah, because he's te- technically a little bit of an import, of, like the same as me. Well, and actually, where you're, you're from, from would you're have, from New Brunswick, so it's just true. And actually, where you're from would have their own lingo in itself. That's right. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. a lot of a lot of French and English together. Where are you from? Down in Yarmouth, Nova Scotia, just yeah. outside. Uh, so it's Acadian down there a lot. Well, it is here too, but different. it's just a, it's just a different a different world. It is. What is there anything that sticks out in your mind that's like a phrase or saying or something that they do or say that's like it's they they wouldn't hear? Oh. Uh, hmm. No? Okay. Well, you're going to have to find something out to bring it the next time we yeah, chat. Next yeah. time we chat. Yeah. I can't. I. It's been so long since I've lived down there, too. Like, I moved when I was 12 to oh, Miramichi, so. You probably have more Southwest sayings than you do. Probably, yeah. At this point. Yeah. Now, if Nathaniel's voice, uh, his, his smoky, smooth radio <laughs> voice sounds familiar to you, <laughs> it, it's because... Uh, 
uh, you have heard him multiple times on our local radio station, yep. uh, Life. Right. So give, give, a, give, a, give a plug for Life Radio. How long have you been there? Uh, I've been there for over a couple of years now. Life. Two to eight? In, in Victor's terms, <laughs> somewhere, yeah, a couple, to, couple to eight, couple years. to eight years, two to eight years, somewhere, <laughs> somewhere in that span. No, uh, probably three years now since yeah. I started. Like I started volunteering there and just doing a little bit, and then I was a summer student, and now I'm there full time, and it's it's lots of fun. Like I love it. Yeah, I love being on the air and talking to people and. What's it like uh, going and hearing your own voice on the radio? Like, if you are you ever driving your car and you're like, oh, I know I'm on at this point, so then you're gonna like check it out, or are you like, no, I cannot hear? I, a lot of people say they don't like the sound of their voice. Uh, or are you just indifferent? listen to him. He loves it. He's got a great I lo- voice. I love it. I can't get enough. <laughs> yeah. No, I, <laughs> can't get enough. You love, baby. <laughs> no, I I listen to it. If I know that I'm doing something, whether it's news or whatever, I will listen. Okay. Uh, mainly just to see how it sounds on the radio itself yeah because when you hear it on the computer versus on the radio it's a little different is it? and See, nathaniel you do a great job too by oh, the way well thank you very much i i, I didn't uh, there wasn't I, I wasn't holding out much hope for you when you started whoa but uh, <laughs> the bar was really low the same you, as people feel about our podcast <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh no i and and i mean props to anyone that's on the radio and and it reads the news that that's the biggest thing yeah. for me if you're able to read and uh, well, pronounce there, all the words. There is some editing going on. Oh yeah, oh, I'm sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I remember the a long time. I remember the first time that I I uh, heard you on the radio. I was driving down the road. I don't really listen to the radio. I do a lot of podcasts and music and stuff like that. And uh, I had the radio on, and um, this guy was talking. And then all of a sudden, I clued in. I was like, I think I know that voice. And then that's when I was like, this yeah. is Nathaniel. His voice doesn't even, yeah. doesn't even sound like him. Sound like a, a grown man. Yeah, yeah. So you moved into you moved to, to Miramichi when you were 12 from Yarmouth. Yeah, Nova, 2010. Nova Scotia, yeah. yeah. the start of 2010. Uh, so your father took a position at, uh, at our, actually at our home church, uh, Sam, yeah. Sam and I's uh, church, my home church, Sam's current church. Yep. And it's kind of convoluted. I'm sorry. Uh, but so you've been, you've been, uh, you're, you're a pastor's kid. That's right. A, a PK. The PK, which, which is something that, uh, like I've heard from other people, oh, you're a PK. I'd never heard of it until other people were talking about them being PKs oh, yeah. and things like that. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. So you were really bad growing up. <laughs> no, you no, just I wasn't. Re- you just no. rebelled and, and you're just, your life's a mess which, right now. Which could be the expectation. It when is. You, when, it is. Yeah, that's it a is, stereotype. Yeah, actually. But no, I don't. I don't think so. Uh, I would have to disagree. I was his youth pastor for many years, and he was, kid, the, eh? he was the worst of the worst. <laughs> By far. Uh, I thought ever, you were going to yeah. say he's a great kid. Oh, no, <laughs> <laughs> no sympathy. No, no, no sympathy at all. You, you yeah. wanted you wanted to mention a little incident, and maybe get it out. Maybe we're going to air some dirty laundry here oh, on the air now that Nathaniel's in the room. I don't air much dirty laundry on and the radio, but oh, well, oh, this, this is this is, is your place. This is not radio, brother. This is not. Let's I've, get it out. I air all my dirty. Victor can't. Victor can be Dr. Phil and we can go at it. So did, or or uh, Jerry um, Jerry Springer. Yeah, Jerry Springer. Oh no, please. <laughs> so describe a little bit cuz you guys you, I'm sure you made up, but what happened? Well, okay, so during um, this time of year coming into March area, um, well wh- when you're hearing it, it'll be probably past it and but March madness, you know, is a thing with uh, yeah. so we, we always do brackets. So there was a few years that who all did it, Nathaniel? Um, 
we did brackets me and you and yep. your dad yeah yeah he, he was in and somehow he knew how to predict the games which i don't know yeah. how he knew because he doesn't watch he's got any a direct the prophecy from the Lord. direct <laughs> yeah direct line, yeah, line so, to god so <laughs> i forget what i think i changed did i change mine did i would i end up changing some of mine or something uh, like that my brackets like last minute yeah, there's a, there's like a deadline, and you have to have your bracket yes. filled out by the yep. deadline. Yep. And it was all on like actual paper, yep. right? We had filled them out on real paper, and of course, you can do it on the app now. They have like an app right. for March Madness, but and I think they did it at the time. But we were on paper. We were on paper because we want to post in the office, see yeah. who's winning. Yeah, every day when we can. <laughs> so get to the controversy. Okay, sorry. This, this, this so we a- so we ended up. I forget exactly what happened, but we were kind of trying to go after the paper after the paper, and and he's still in high school, and I'm like 20, 21. Oh my goodness! And uh, you must have been older than that. Uh, oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, I came when I was twenty-two, so I would have been like he's twenty-four. Yeah, yeah, he's low-balling his age. I was trying to to make it a little bit. Anyways, me sound <laughs> a little bit better. <laughs> so, anyways, we ended up. He wanted to get in my room, so I lock him out of my office, and then I come to come out. Eventually, what happens is we end up. I don't know if we're trying to grab the paper, and I end up actually pushing him into. Like I wasn't like two-hand shove, but it was enough that when we were wrestling over it, that I end up kind of like knocking him over into the wall head first, and he like hurts his neck oh my yeah. goodness it was not and, good I and was, I, I was i was at the hospital <laughs> i wasn't not uh standing straight because my neck would hurt if i stood uh, up straight and so i went to the hospital i barely remember all the details but they put me in a neck brace because you were semi-conscious is that why no i was fully conscious no. it's just my neck hurt really bad if i he's, he's repressed the memory yeah well so i was so joyed to get in that neck brace and take a picture and send it to Sam. <laughs> Look what you did to me. Oh, nice. So well, I wasn't, I wasn't, I was mad at the time that you wanted to change your bracket. But once, yeah. once I got to the hospital, it was just pure joy. Yeah. We had a few things. I, yeah. I knew you'd feel really yeah. bad. Oh, well, about it. And I did. And I, yeah. I looking back even now, it's like, man, I was immature for some season, but now I'm still immature and at least I don't a tiny bit less. <laughs> so Nathaniel, have you forgiven Sam for pushing yes. you into the wall and hurting your neck? Yes, and I think Sam, so. Sam, are you completely repentant of your actions? No, I'd do it again. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'd do it again if I had right. to. Yeah. Good. I feel like we've made some uh, progress here in the relationship. Relationships yeah, are yeah. being repaired. Yeah. That's what we're all about, the Shannonman podcast. Yeah. So Nathaniel, uh, let's get to the reason why you are in the guest seat, uh, which is a really uh, great topic a great discussion today which we want to get to we're talking about mental health today we're talking about anxiety and uh, so give us a bit of background in your experience uh, with that uh, because Sam and I and knowing you and I don't know you well uh, pulled you out of the ditch uh, once Uh, we'll we'll maybe touch on that at a later date Uh, but just tell tell a bit about your history here when it comes to uh, your health and primarily your mental health Uh, well it's something that I've mentioned on the radio but it's not like I've talked all about it Mm -hmm. Uh, but well it's really been around since I was like a kid it got progressively worse like Mm -hmm. I would always get nervous about anything Every year, the last week of summer vacation and into the like the last night before school start, I was a mess mm. every time. Uh, yeah. No, no fail. I was a mess. I was like, I cannot do this. But it wasn't like a week later I'd be normal and fine. But the first the first day and everything, it was crazy. Like uh, I couldn't. Uh, and then 
middle school, like the first day of grade seven, I was still in Nova Scotia at the time. Yep. And it was so much different. There was lockers. There was, you know, you had to go to different classes and things like that. And again, the same story, but like it was a little bit worse that time. Mm -hmm. And then we moved here and that was like awful. Mm -hmm. The first, like the first a long time it was bad just like uh getting used to everything and feeling at home and everything like the first few days of school were rough because i it was the first my grade seven year so the first half of it i was in nova scotia and then over christmas break we moved here yes Mm -hmm. and so that was rough and then it just same story every year right before school would start uh and then well, I had worked at a camp in Yarmouth in 2012, I want to say, mm-hmm. uh, over the summer. And that was that was all right. Uh, I was living here, but then I went to Yarmouth, uh, lived basically with my grandparents for the summer. Or I was at camp like every week. Mm-hmm. And then I started working at uh, Miramichi Valley Bible Camp. Yeah. Shout out. Miramichi <laughs> yeah. Valley Bible Camp. Uh, it was like their first year of it, right? Right, mm-hmm. yeah. And... 2000, summer of 2013, or was that 2012? I, well, I think so, well, but I, I honestly can't Anyways, remember yeah, all the all the dates and everything in my head. Yeah. Um, so Camp Penile is where it is down in Nova Scotia. They are like super hyper organized. They've been around since the 60s and yeah. they know what they're doing. Everything is run like a well-oiled machine. And then it's like the first <laughs> summer here yeah. and things are not the same mm. <laughs> at all. And I don't know really what happened, uh, but I was just like super stressed out like that. It was the first week of camp having kids there and I was super stressed out the first, the whole time. Mm. Uh, and so dad started coming to the camp, like just hanging around and it was by Tuesday or Wednesday or something. And I had a panic attack, like a full on for the first time ever. Like I would get anxious and stuff and I would cry or whatever about school, but I would, I was never in a panic state, uh, I was waiting for dad to come. It was during like the supper at the camp Mm -hmm. and I was just like this waiting for him to come. And I went downstairs into the basement and I was on the floor for like an hour. So so can you just explain like when you have, what do you mean when you have a panic attack, you like what, what took place that first time? Uh, Obviously it might've been, must've been super scary. Well, it was was something that I'd never had before, like experienced at all, but I was just like shaking and like a numbness all over and, it was just like awful. And there wasn't one particular thing that set that off. This was this was like a culmination. I, I of... still haven't really figured it out. Okay. What set the first one off? If it was just I think it was just <laughs> out of control kids, really. Yeah. Just, <laughs> Wait, ta- yeah. just taking yeah. care of the kids and and then also like at at the camp in Nova Scotia, uh you had your own little space for the counselors. Oh, yeah. Like they have their own little room where they stay at night. But it's a great idea at Miramichi Valley Bible Camp. Is that like currently how it is still? I'm guessing. No, we still. No? Well, oh, yeah. Sorry. Like what it was before. We still need to expand our space. So it's not yeah. like we have tons of extra space. So it'd still be the same. Anyway, yeah. you were like in the bedroom yeah. with the kids. And it was like, I think that might have something to do with my anxiety. Just 
private space. But what I'm what I'm hearing is is then this is the first time I've heard your story, Nathaniel. I know yeah. you've you've struggled with this because I was friends with your dad in ministry, mm-hmm. obviously, and and uh, you know we had prayed for you uh, at at certain times through mm-hmm. you know through your um, through your experience. But from what I'm hearing is things that would normally uh, be. Uh, high anxiety times for for a young person you talked about going into grade seven i mean Mm -hmm. we've all experienced those transitions and how Mm -hmm. they can be high stress times moving mid-year i mean that's always stressful but but it was it was heightened for you it was over and above you just it 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 sounds like you had a hard time coping with these with these transitions is that right yeah it it was like it was like i would go back to normal Mm -hmm. and i was never I don't really think I was anxious all the time. No. But just those situations were like, I guess they were like a lot worse. It was almost maybe like a a progression. So every time did it get, did it get a little worse? Like as it went until this high, Uh, this high situation, like, and and two, I've heard like moving, especially mm -hmm. for young people that, that can be even like, I mean, not just starting a new grade, but moving completely can yeah. be a huge, uh, a huge trigger too. So was it something that all these things progressed? It, it probably was. Yeah. And I think it's just like the chemicals in your brain, uh, like tend to get worse as you, like if you, if yeah. you were anxious as a kid, you get worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you get the, like to the age where I was mm-hmm. like 16, 17, around there. Yeah. Anyways. And then, uh, going into grade 12, uh, was just like the biggest of them all. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't even really know why particularly because grade 11 is not much different from grade 12. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, it's not yeah. like, it's not like going into high school or starting university or anything like that. It's just the last year, I guess. Mm-hmm. But that was like the biggest of them all. And I was not in school for two months, September yeah. and October, yeah. I was not there. When did when did you know you were in trouble? I mean, when did you uh, when did your parents know? Were they probably after the the camp incident? I would think mm-hmm. was that this that that summer or was the, that summer and then leading into grade twelve years? So you had the panic attack at I'm, camp in the summer, or is it the I, summer before? I gotta I gotta ask my parents because yeah. I'm like so confused because 2013 was the summer of Marashi Valley Bible Camp, yeah. and then I went into grade eleven. As far that makes oh, sense. Oh, so you had and, some time before, and then. In 2014, that summer, they had asked me to work at the camp in Nova Scotia Mm -hmm. in Yarmouth for two weeks. It was the same thing as the Bible camp, probably because I had experienced the panic attack. Yeah. And I can't remember if I had any other panic attacks after that, that last summer. And then I did again at the camp in Yarmouth. Right. A couple it's, times. It, it's interesting too that you said I'll have to ask my parents because mm-hmm. as a parent, I mean, they would know. Yeah, yeah they, they yeah. because they know. It's, that would be so traumatic, right? Yeah. For yeah. for a parent to watch to watch their son go through this. And so, if you're listening to this, this this may be in you know you may be recognizing some of the symptoms that Nathaniel is mm-hmm. having, and and you know there's there's a lot of talk right now around mental health, which we're so happy about um, that you know, we're, we're open and honest much more than, mm-hmm. than there was to talk at one time. Um, and there's, there's much more help out there, uh, for, 
for those with with high anxiety and and mental health issues. Mm-hmm. So, what what are some of the strategies that that you had used at that time? Uh, it was all new, so there was like yeah. nothing. Okay. It was just like it was just like laying on the floor, shaking for an hour, mm-hmm. waiting for it to go away, really. Uh, and then dad had looked online for a few things and like, uh, cause you're like shaking, you, you're like out of it and I couldn't talk. Mm -hmm. Uh, like my face was kind of numb and I just couldn't form sentences. I found like if somebody would ask me, do you want a glass of water? Do you want, or anything that I would have to answer, Mm. I couldn't. I couldn't make decisions, right. especially. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, re- I remember actually, because um, I was your youth pastor, and I don't think I did a, a great job in the sense of being there to support, because a lot of it for me was well, even, even new and just yeah, exactly. you know, being like, I don't know what to do. But I do remember a few times being there. I remember one time in particular that he had one and like even your breath, even your breathing, like he'd stop breathing, trying to get that breathing and, and like whole body tense. I remember, um, it seemed like he, uh, you had, you had calmed down and then out of nowhere, the doorbell rang Mm -hmm. and it, it, it triggered it. And I remember, I don't know if it was you or your dad or somebody, somebody had told me, I think it was your dad had said the doctor had said that the spike in like adrenaline. So normally if you're walking in the woods and you see a bear coming out of nowhere, you have this big spike of adrenaline. Well, Mm -hmm. the chemicals, I I think if I'm correct, if what the chemicals would basically spike the fight or flight. Yeah. So when he heard the doorbell, there was that, that Mm -hmm. reaction. So can you imagine being in that, having that constantly Mm -hmm. like all day? And then you were, I remember you being like just worn out because it was just that all the time. Yeah. And then your parents don't know what to do, you know, like trying to figure that stuff out. It was all it was all pretty new, and then after I worked at the camp in Yarmouth, and I I had to leave after a few days. Mm-hmm. Like I had had a couple panic attacks, and I had to leave. And then that was like August before grade twelve, and I think that was what, like I I w- as far as I remember, I was panicked like straight mm. uh, from camp mm. all the way until September, which wasn't that long, but uh, panicked like all the time. Yeah, and that's why I didn't go to school. Uh, for a couple months and then like during that time I was really down like depressed about the whole thing because mm-hmm. uh, I was I was so a- abnormal I felt at that point mm-hmm. uh, because of my anxiety and that I was out of school and that I was doing things different because of this in my brain so not only were you struggling with or you had anxiety but then the depression because of Everything that was, was going on was it was depression crazy. I think because yeah. of the anxiety mm. and that's where that's where it kind of led to like the dangerous kind of thoughts mm-hmm. uh, that people have all the time yeah and I forget I, I think I was just really bad one night and I was shaking and anxious and uh, dad brought a couple people over uh, and then I went for the keys for my car. Like I, I was in my bedroom, which was upstairs. I, I like ran downstairs and went for the keys and in my head, I wasn't suicidal in my head. I was like, I'm going to take the car and get away from all these people for a minute. Yeah. Almost like an escape. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it was definitely dangerous. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that was, that was the night I went to the hospital Okay, and that was like a really bad night experience they forced me to stay at the hospital like in the uh in the psychiatric unit Mm -hmm. 
Like, your, your parents, um, or the, the, at the, at the hospital, they're at like, the hospital, they, yeah, at yeah. the hospital. I don't yeah. know if my parents said I should, I don't know, uh, yeah. because I was, I was out of it a bit, yeah. uh, but I stayed for the night and it was just like, that was when I started taking medication for it. Cause they put me on stuff and I was in the hospital for, uh, I think it, yeah, it was just one night mm-hmm. and they let me go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I had to go to the hospital like for two weeks every day for a little bit, a few hours. Oh, yeah. I think everybody's story is different. Yeah. Uh, Cause I, I'm guessing, well, I'm sure a lot of people are much worse and they can't cause I, I, I think I could get a bit of control where I knew what was going on, but I'm sure some people can't. And that's probably why I left after one night at the hospital. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we I, in in my ministry in my life, I meet all kinds of people that struggle with different levels of of uh, of anxiety, and and uh, we're certainly, like I said, we're we're much more aware of the help that is out there now, and and mm-hmm. people are more open. Yourself coming on to a podcast, and and you know, even admitting yeah. that you have a problem, yeah. but then being so so open. To the fact that you, you you spend time in the hospital for this, you're on medication yeah. for this, yeah. um, and so in in the time that we have left, though, uh, on the Shandyman podcast, I mean, if we could talk about some of the coping mechanisms, some of the mm-hmm. medications that's out there, some mm-hmm. of the homeopathic uh, treatments that are there, and these are all good things. Maybe you know Colby Jardine, who's coming on with his health uh, podcast, he would probably oh, do yeah. a really good yeah. job of that. Um, uh, Patty Quinn uh, on the run, he may be able to bring some sports analogy to anxiety yeah, there, and depression. I don't, I don't know psychology, how that would, <laughs> there's psychology mixed in with sports I, and things like that. Right. I sure. don't know how, I don't know exactly how that fits, but this is the faith podcast. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. and, and so let's, let's talk a bit about how, um, the church has had responded or did respond mm-hmm. to that. Obviously you had a church family around you. Um, talk a bit about that. And then personally how your faith has factored into, uh, not only your treatment, but uh, you know, how successful you've been in overcoming that you have a great relationship with a, with a, a beautiful girl. You have a, a very you know successful job. You do a great job at the radio station. We already talked about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how is, how is your faith factored into that? Uh, well, about the church response, uh, I'm sure there was a lot of prayer. Like I know there was a lot of prayer for me. Mm-hmm. Other, other than that, I think it was very new for them too in the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I don't think anyone else had really struggled the way I did with anxiety in the church. So it was all new for everybody. Right. They probably didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Uh, but my faith personally, it was just, it was a lot of prayer on my part too. Mm-hmm. Did just you, had, had oh sorry I was, I was gonna say like was it a, a, a struggle though like was did it just come like was it just yeah I have faith in God and I can pray and that's that or or like was it a, a struggle of faith through uh, that all because I didn't I didn't really experience that mm-hmm. uh, my dad would always be telling me about Bible verses you know yeah. uh, don't be anxious like there's Bible verses that basically tell you don't be anxious mm-hmm. which right. is which is nice <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. it's it's not really just a, a switch well is that yeah you have this but, chemical imbalance problem inside you that can only be treated with medication but here's this verse that says but don't be anxious right and and, <laughs> and, and not to put words and I don't I don't because this isn't my experience in the though this is your experience but in in watching the church respond to mental illness has been um, 
just mind boggling yeah. to me, frankly, mm-hmm. because, and, and I've been guilty of it somewhat myself because the church's idea when it comes to mental illness has been just so, um, like superstitious. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been, well, you're, you know, you got a broken arm, obviously you're going to go to the doctor and get it set and you're going to wear a cast for a while mm-hmm. and you're going to take some pain meds for that. Uh, but you're sick in the head, um, or you have a mental illness, well then just get over it. Like yeah. just have faith or just pray <laughs> yeah, or right. be anxious for nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and, and really that's been it. I mean, inside the church for, for someone to admit that they're taking medication right. has, has been a huge step. Now mm-hmm. you, you said that you didn't really experience that, which is a, which is amazing, yeah. which is great. And, and well, it's, uh, it's a lot more complicated than a broken arm. Right. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like it's a, it's something that isn't really fully understood. I don't think mm-hmm. uh, like it's it uh, I, it's in your head, which is what makes it so easy to say uh, get over it because it's in your head. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's all in your head. Well, yes, it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, yeah. absolutely true. Yeah. It's all in my head. Thank you. But and I I think too though like uh, uh, the church just understanding that that even though a lot of those are true, like the Bible verse, don't be, don't be anxious mm-hmm. and trust God. It's, it's like, instead of it being one side or the other, like, especially on the Shannon podcast, you know, we would say there's, there's doctors and there's medication and there's also the side of, of Christianity and the hope and, and, and God and stuff. So I think it's like that balance of even, even cause uh, I mean, and I, I'm not going to take the spot, like the spotlight from this, but I just want to, as an example, like I, I had gone last year, I, I had hard, had a hard year, uh, and had like depression and actually I had my first mm. panic attack. I had a couple mm. of them. Um, and I had been having this therapist and uh, she had talked about like the need, uh, which I, I didn't end up going on medication, but she's like, you know, there may be the, the need for that. We have to explore that. And then there's also this other side. So it was like the two things pairing together where she talked about like, for instance, um, you know, part of the thing that's going on in your brain is you've almost trained certain chemicals in your brain to respond this this way. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we had to kind of like almost rewire your brain. I've been doing a lot of study on on the brain and, and how it's plastic and it can be, you know, you know, you can rewire and stuff. So she we talked about, you know, the need for those two things to balance where there's like, uh, I believe looking to hope in Jesus, trusting, not being anxious. But then there's that real side of it, of it being like, yeah, you just can't, it's the same thing as I think that God calls us to pray for people who are sick sure. and there's power there to yeah. heal, but then you don't then just get, not go to the doctor. It's not like you have, I've known people who have had cancer and, and I've seen so many people pray for them mm-hmm. and they, they, they didn't get, he, oh, some of them did get healed. Some of them didn't. And if they didn't go to the doctor or weren't active of doing anything, it's not like you just throw it, the prayer up in the air and be like, I'm trusting God. And then it goes your, your way. Right. Like yeah. there's the legitimate, I think side to that, which you experienced where you, you, you know, you had to go to, to professionals and mm-hmm. you, I actually would like to like uh, commend you because you had to, you had to kind of, break new new ground in a in a in an area of church which would normally be very very like oh you know stay away not do that so for you to do that you know out of necessity but out of maybe <laughs> well, out yeah of it wasn't really up to me i wouldn't have done it if i didn't have to. yeah, yeah. you're <laughs> such I, a you're such a pioneer yeah. nathaniel yeah, yeah i'm sure you're really, i'm sure you really wanted that job <laughs> yes. you got it either way yeah but uh, I, I feel like the people, at least in my church, would understand it a bit better uh, if somebody had the same sort of experience that I did. Mm. Uh, Mm -hmm. They would sort of know from 
me maybe i don't know yeah i did i think well I, I was the same myself i remember yeah, my you. wife yeah. me and my wife talked about it i remember after having i had like one of my first ones and and afterwards like i was like what what was that right and mm-hmm. and then i remember being like talking to you and having that and it, so it was almost like an example of like okay this is what it is and probably if i hadn't hadn't have been, been experiencing that with you it probably would have been very, I probably would have kept it myself or not, you know, it probably would have been a lot bigger deal than it was. But then yeah. to kind of be like, Oh, I, I've seen a friend of mine, um, journey through that. Like I, it's, I, it's so foreign at first. Like you don't know what's mm-hmm. going on. Um, uh, it's just yeah. like, what is wrong with me? And I, I had heard of panic attack, but I, I thought it was just like, like don't have a panic attack, like a saying really more than anything. I didn't realize it was an actual thing until I had one. Right. Yeah. Take a chill pill. That, yeah. that has a whole different, and I, uh, I take a few chill yeah, pills. Chill, <laughs> yeah. Literally. Literally. Yeah. Is, is, is there anything that you would say, like looking back that the, the church either one did respond to really well in supporting you or two could have done maybe better. And I, I'm not trying to signal out our church. I'm just talking as, as a whole, like if we do have people that are Christians or even non-Christians on that are listening, like how is it that we rally to support one another in, in the, this type of journey? Uh, like the, the church response wasn't really a huge thing it was more like i i knew they were praying uh and i don't remember everything about it especially like the really bad time Mm -hmm. i don't remember going to church during that period uh but you know i just know they're praying and and to be reassured that they're behind me is like a big thing yeah okay i i mean i've again not, not to take the 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 negative extreme but i mean we've we've heard stories of uh, people being encouraged to drop all their medication because mm-hmm. they don't need it, right? They mm-hmm. just need to trust God more. And, you know, that that is when I think uh, the church and faith just re- moves into really dangerous territory. Now, again, like Sam mentioned, do we believe that God can heal? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He mm-hmm. can heal our bodies. He can heal our minds. Um, but there's really good science out there now, and people are... People are, are discovering that, uh, you know, the complexities of our brain, which God created, I believe that, yeah, and, and yeah. can give doctors wisdom on how to uh, have a healthy brain. God wants us to have a healthy mind. Mm-hmm. That's biblical, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. so how are we going to best have a healthy mind? It's probably a holistic approach, which includes faith, which includes prayer, which includes talking and, and being in community. Like one of the things, Nathaniel, I think you know, that I recognize in your life, you had a, a, a great uh, support at home with a mom and a dad yeah. that loved you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did. And not everyone has near what I did. Not everyone has that. And not everyone would have the community, whether you remember mm-hmm. it or not, you know, the people that were around you that were praying with you that were, you know, supporting your parents through all of this and your sister through all of this as well. Um, so I think there's some real benefit there. If the church can recognize that this, this needs to happen mm-hmm. in, in a proper fashion. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's to just that support of being there and, and bringing a sense of, uh, of hope Yeah, for a new day. Like, because mm. I think some people listening, because I know for me uh, last year, it was just like, I don't have hope. I remember just talking to a friend of mine and I, we were, uh, he was praying for me and I just broke down because I was like, I don't have any hope. And mm-hmm. he was, he was talking about, you know, hope and saying there is, 
you know, a, a new day. And so even in that sense where it's like for, for you and, and maybe I'll ask this in a second about, you know, are you, is it completely gone? But in that sense where you've, you, you know, you've seen that the darkest days, you know, mm-hmm. of your, of, mm-hmm. of probably of your whole life, but then, you know, there, there was hope for a new day and, 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 and now you're, you're doing, you know, better, whatever, you know, whatever that means. Um, but that sense of people being in it and not just giving up, be like, this is how it's always mm-hmm. going to be, or no one really does care about me or, you know, and, I, I never will have hope, but. And that is exactly like what I was in the middle of in in grade 12, this, it's always going to be like this. Mm -hmm. And when you're, when you're my age or the age that I was, Mm -hmm. uh, your hormones are different and the anxiety can be amplified. And that was where my head was at. And everyone was telling me it's not going to be like this forever. And I thought it was, and it isn't. Yeah. And that's super important to know. Mm. Yeah. So then, and then, yeah, that, so then over a period of time, things did get better? Over over time, yeah. I was on a lot of medication yeah. at first. Like when I was really bad, I was on a, <laughs> I was on a lot of medication. Uh, and, and I slowly, slowly starts going down over time. It wasn't, it was not fast at all. I'm mm-hmm. still on some medication. Yeah. Uh, but I was on five pills a day, some, something like that. And now mm. I'm on one. Okay. So over time it, it got a lot lower and there have been times when I was taken off a pill or reduced and I had to go back. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there was a couple times where it was too fast, but now I've like, I noticed a little while ago, I was like, man, I've been feeling good. Like I haven't oh, had yeah. a panic attack and I haven't had really big panic attacks in a long time, but there was times when I would get like shaky and anxious and mm-hmm. that's even subsided now. I, I noticed I, when you came in the podcast room, you were just shaking. No, I was kidding. <laughs> yeah. I, could, <laughs> I could barely walk. No, um, no. Like I, I feel like I'm normal now, which is really encouraging, mm. which just, I don't know, but you, you were normal before. It's just, you were dealing with some really difficult yeah. things, <laughs> right? I, and, I, and, yeah. the, and the well, sad health, thing health, is healthy is what is, is okay. What, yeah, yeah, that's sure. You're healthy. That's, healthy. that's yeah, the right yeah, word. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but it's just in my mind, like I'm not, I don't know. You I felt, you felt maybe not. Normal I felt different. Yeah. 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 So if, if you're listening to this podcast today and maybe you're connecting with Nathaniel's story and you've, you've struggled with anxiety, maybe you're just now discovering like there's the, you know, as I listened to Nathaniel's story today, there was like points along the way that, you know, as a, as a young person growing, or even, mm-hmm. even if you come to this a little later in life and, and, and we all have people in our lives that, you know, I, I have a, a um, someone in my life that discovered, you know, started having panic attacks later on. And and that may be your story. Just, you know, hear this, this today that there, there's hope. Mm. Uh, there's Mm. a, there's a bright tomorrow. Um, don't ignore, uh, those signs and those symptoms. Uh, tell somebody about it. If someone doesn't know already, um, and, and reach out, reach out for some help today. Yeah. And there's lots of people that have a lot of reasons to be anxious Mm. and full of panic. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I don't think I was one of them. Mm. Uh, like I had great support at home, great support at church, great support at school. I, I shouldn't have really been anxious, but I, I was, and, Mm -hmm. uh, people out there, 
you might not think they have any reason to be anxious. They're super uh, popular. Yeah, they're super yeah. good at sports. They're yeah. uh, they're smart. They got good grades. You know, anything. You just described Victor. Good point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that is, that is not me. Although, although you're right, Nathaniel. I have, you know, I have, I, I'm someone that, that has no reason to be anxious or <laughs> or, or or stressed out really mm-hmm. at all. Um, but just your wife, but yeah, my wife does for sure. But to recognize the, you know, that that's not, it's not necessarily your circumstances or, Mm. or things that are happening around you. It, it, it really is a, a a health issue. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it's really important to seek out help and to, uh, watch each other's back, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That, and that's, that's the thing it's, it's, uh, we talked about it in an earlier podcast is just being people of, of kindness and love and considering mm-hmm. other people is, I think the, that selflessness and considering will only help the community, our communities just to flourish and grow and, and just, you know, right. Which just, is, re- which is really important for followers of Christ to mm, portray is this yeah. kindness and, yeah. uh, openness and, and I'm I'm so happy that the 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 story at the end of the day is that the the church did respond well that mm. that those who mm. claim to be yeah. followers of yeah. Christ were able to were able to come to a place of understanding were able to look past you know maybe some of the stigmatism and the and the superstition around mental health and say mm. okay God is in this yeah. you know and we're going to respond in a in a biblical fashion. Uh, and and we're going to be like Jesus in this situation, mm-hmm. and and we know uh, you know that Jesus would have responded with yeah, love and yeah, kindness yeah. and grace and mercy and all of those yeah. things. So, Nathaniel, thank you so yeah. much for sharing thank your story. You so much. Well, thanks for coming having on me. our podcast and dealing with our stupidity and our, <laughs> and with a with, a, with lot, a, a lot to deal with. Yeah, with a very heavy <laughs> a very heavy subject, of course. Too. Yeah. We don't. We, you know, mm-hmm. none of this is to make light of of what you're going through uh, today. You might be listening to the podcast. Maybe you got a chuckle at the at the beginning of the podcast, but this may have brought up some uh, you know some dark issues from for some yeah, of you. So yeah. if you're listening to this and you need to talk to somebody, please reach out to either Sam or myself and we can put you in contact with Nathaniel as well. Mm-hmm. It's always good to have now, Sam, you, you have experience in this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always good to have someone that has gone through this or is yeah. going through this to yeah. help you with it. That's so important. Yeah. And I'm sure in a, maybe in a later podcast, we'll talk about some other, other avenues of, of those, of those things as well when yeah. it comes to mental health. Oh, absolutely. Like yeah. Nathaniel, yeah. we'd love to have you back on with that smoky, well, that smoky radio It'd be great voice. to be back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good. All right. Well, how, how, how can people find us, Sam? Uh, they can either email us at the shantyman podcast at gmail.com or, uh, on Instagram at, uh, the shantyman podcast. Um, and that's, yeah, that's how that people can reach us. Send your questions, <laughs> send yeah. your comments, send your, ep- if you have any suggestions for episodes or guests what are you laughing at uh, i'm just laughing a little bit because it seems like you might be struggling just a little tiny bit with uh where to reach with the address yeah, why did we invite this guy on we're very i'm, we're, I'm very sorry we're get, very get out. okay <laughs> we're very new to this nathaniel yeah we're i not, realize we're not new. professional radio people yeah like we're yourself. not the life radio i just rhyme it off every so often <laughs> i know uh, just... so often with the radio that it's just you're I so don't good. even think about what I'm saying. <laughs> We're yeah, just, I know. I'm yeah. so I'm so great. We're just amateurs. You're, you're a amateurs. professional. <laughs> well, listen, folks. We love you very much, and uh, we wish you all the health uh, going forward, both physically, mentally, and spiritually. spiritually. That's what we're aiming for. Yes. So it have is. a great day. See you later. Blessings. Blessings.